welcome to the Beef Edge, the Chagas Beef Podcast, for all your latest news, information and advice for Irish beef farmers. I'm Catherine Egan and on this week's episode, with liver fluke costing Irish farmers €90 million Euro every year, I'm joined by Chagas advisor Gary Fisher to get an insight into fluke treatment on farm, when to dose and what products to treat each stage. Gary, you're very welcome to the podcast. It's been a great end to the grazing season with a lot of cattle only housed recently. It's been a, a great year so far, especially farmers here in the Northwest. We've had a, an extended grazing season um, with a very mild back end. Um, you know, its temperatures are up. Um, rainfall was down now for July, August, and September, especially in the Northwest here. But in October, it came in extremely wet. Uh, but, you know, yeah, a lot of cattle housed probably in the last few weeks, but we had a great grazing season. I suppose fluke is a parasite on many farms. Why is it so prevalent? Well, I suppose, look, um, fluke, and I suppose it's a, it's, a, it's a complicated parasite in terms, of, and it is prevalent, especially now, in, especially in the northwest and west of the country. Um, most years, and, and even this year, recently, the department published um, basically um, a liver fluke forecast, which was published there on the 21st of November, um, or 25th of November, I should say, and, you know, farmers should actually look it up. But basically, farmers, especially in the northwest of the country, um, it is very prevalent and there's two things that liver fluke need uh, uh, in terms of it needs moisture and it needs high temperatures or temperatures above 10 degrees and it needs what's known as an intermediate host known as a mud snail for to basically to complete the life cycle but we can get that in more detail later on but look uh, liver fluke is prevalent up in this part of the world um, and I know we'll be maybe talking later on about the BPS scheme and um, animal health reports, et cetera, that, the depart- that you get from the, your meat factories and that. But it, it, is, it is a parasite that is prevalent, even though that some of the reports that farmers are getting back saying it isn't an issue, but it is an issue on a lot of farms. Gary, you mentioned there the farmers were sampling for BPS and they would have had to have the results back to the lab by the 1st of October. If farmers got a negative liver fluke result, what would you advise? Look, un- unfortunately, you know, this year uh, the fecal results back for the BPS had to be in by the 1st of October. Now, look, farmers need to um, think of the life cycle of the liver fluke itself. And, you know, so basically what when the fecal samples uh, go away, basically what they're looking for in the laboratories is the uh, basically uh, liver fluke eggs. And it's only the adult fluke that can lay these eggs. And for the adult fluke, you know, basically it starts out as early immature and then immature and mature. That takes 10 to 12 weeks within the animal. So that's either a sheep or an animal. So it's the animal has to, uh, the eggs are basically laid by adult fluke. Um, and then they go out and hatch, hatch out in the grass. Um, but so basically going back to your question there. So it takes 10 to 12 weeks for the immature fluke to develop into adults. So this year, you know, farmers had to return their fecal uh, samples to the laboratories by the 1st of October. So in a lot of cases, um, liver fluke wouldn't be old enough in the, in the animal to actually lay eggs. So even though farmers are getting back um, negative results, and I spoke to uh, James Drain and his own, own co-op this morning, and they, they sent samples away for over 200 farmers in the in his own area. And none of the results that came back uh, showed um, liver, liver fluke as a problem. Now, and that's because the fecal samples were sent back uh, too early. If those farmers were to send fecal samples away, maybe in um, 
early December, they might find that the results that they get back is is a lot different. So it's it's, it's down to timing when the fecal uh, results or fecal samples are taken. You know, you need to, you, you just can't look at the fecal results on their own. Um, there's other there's other indicators there, and you know, you know the department do. Uh, each year they do the Allershon Summer Index, and it basically shows, you know, the incidence um, of liver fluke in a particular area. And basically, you know, figures of less than 300 would show that little or no disease is present. Uh, figures between three and 400 would show occasional losses. And then any figures and above 400, um, the disease is prevalent. And if you look at the Northwest, if you get into that publication by the department there, you know, the whole Northwest, um, uh, Sligo, Leitrim, Donegal, um, uh, Clare, Galway, um, Mayo, you know, they're all very high and it's down to uh, basically rainfall and, and, and um, temperature. You mentioned it there, Gary, if it's going to take 10 to 12 weeks until these adult liver flukes show up in faecal samples, this year is going to be slightly different, especially with some cows only housed in the last six or eight weeks before calving. So what do you advise for these farmers? Yeah, okay, very good question. And suppose this is the thing that comes up and a lot of farmers um, look are confused. And look, this is where I sort of said before, look, the liver fluke is, it is a complicated uh, life cycle. There, there's three stages in the life cycle. There's early immature, immature and adult. So the first thing you need to remember is if you want to take out all stages of, of, the, of the liver fluke, you have to take out all stages of, early immature, immature and adult fluke. So, and there's certain products there, okay? And there's there's seven, currently there's seven active ingredients to control liver fluke on farms, but not all of the active ingredients out there control all the different stages of liver fluke. Some products will take out all three stages. Some products take out two stages and other products only take out the adult fluke. So what I always say to farmers is look, there's a plethora of different pro products out there on the market that uh, control parasites and it's the same with uh, liver fluke, but it's using the correct product at the correct time at the correct rate. Okay, but look, in an area like Donegal um, and especially along the Western seaboard, you know, I'd be saying to farmers, you know, you should be trying to take out liver fluke, um, maybe not maybe early immature, but you should be definitely trying to take out fluke at the immature and adult fluke. And you need to, you know, there's no point in using a dose that's only effective against adult fluke and using it, you know, a week after a week after housing. So if you're going to use a product that controls, say, um, all stages of fluke, cattle have to be indoors for a minimum of two weeks. If you want to use a product that's effective against um, early immature and mature fluke only, cattle need to be housed at least six to eight weeks depending on the product. And then if you only want to control adult fluke, your cattle have to be housed a minimum of 10 to 12 weeks before those products are effective. And a way of finding out now, suppose farmers that are selling winlands won't know this, but farmers, you know, if you're, if you're slaughtering animals in a, a, meat, a meat factory or um, say cows, steers or heifers, you know, you get reports back from Animal Health Ireland, uh, beef, beef check reports that'll show you if you have, um, if there's liver fluke present on the animal has been slaughtered. So it's a, a very effective way of finding out, you know, if the product you're using is doing what it's supposed to be doing. But it could be down to the farmer using the product at the, at the incorrect time as well. 
Yeah, Gary, I suppose from the Beef Health Check reports, we still see a high percentage of livers in the meat processing factories from house cattle shown live adult liver fluke in them. Yeah, listen, I've seen that in Donegal as well. And, and farmers using very good products. And, you know, and that's again, it's, it's just down to it, look and education and the farmers maybe don't fully understand. And especially someone buying in cattle, you know, if they buy cattle in at different stages, you know, the liver fluke and the cattle coming from different farms could be at different stages, to, depending when the animal was exposed to that particular parasite. So just taking a, you know, blanket treating animals at a specific date, you know, doesn't necessarily mean because you could be using a product that's quite effective against a early immature and mature fluke, but doesn't take out early immature. So basically, you use your product, but the early immatures then over time will, will, will mature into adult fluke. And when they come to slaughter, you're slaughtering animals that have live fluke in them. Um, so basically, look, it's, it's a matter of, as I sort of said before, and, you know, farmers sometimes get tired of me telling them, but it's, it's using the product at the correct time and at the correct rate to take. And you shouldn't have... When you're slaughtering cattle, you, you should not be finding live fluke in, in animals. But I know I, I read somewhere that up to 13% of animals, um, you know, and especially in this part of the world, are still being found with live, live fluke in them. Gary, in recent years, there's been a significant increase in the prevalence of rumen fluke. It's an area that has gathered a lot of traction, I would say, Catherine, but I think it's been overemphasized, um, you know, Farmers seem to be more talking about rumen fluke now than they are liver fluke. And look, liver fluke is still the, the parasite that's going to do the most damage. Um, less, yes, the, uh, rumen fluke, you know, clear signs of rumen fluke will be animal not thriving, ill thrift, you know, scarring very badly. Uh, but in general cases, if animals are performing well and doing okay, generally it's not a, it's not a big problem. Um, okay, animals on poorly um, on a poor diet, etc., you know, if they have uh, high burdens of um, rumen fluke, it definitely will affect them. But look, I've seen it up here. Uh, uh, there would be farmers using products uh, to control rumen fluke, but I'd be putting a liver fluke ahead of, uh, when you speak to the, the vets and that as well. And funny enough, a lot of the the um, the beep fecal samples coming back were showing positive for rumen fluke and negative for, for liver fluke. So it was given farmers um, maybe um, that they had a problem with, with rumen fluke and not liver fluke, but in generally it'll be the other way around. Like you're going to find, when you test for rumen fluke anyway, you're, you're going to find it, you're always going to find it uh, in most animals anyway in the rumen, but it's it's not it's not a, a disease that's ca causing a lot, a lot of problems on, on farms that I find anyway. Yeah, well, I suppose with seven active ingredients that you've mentioned to treat liver fluke, what mm. actions should farmers be taking now? Look, Catherine, I, I, look, the first thing I look at, you need to look at the, the, the farm itself, okay? You know, if it's a, a dry, free-draining farm, uh, no rushes, you know, it's, you know, the incidence of liver fluke in that farm will be a lot lower than a farm. Like, I was on a farm at the end of last week, and, you know, very wet, a lot of rushes. And then when I looked at the cattle inside in the shade, you know, you know, you, you looked at the land outside, you looked at the cattle inside, you looked at the conditioner and you, you know, and you say, well, now th these are cattle that definitely need in, in need of um, a liver fluke dose. Well, you go out onto another farm, a lot of free draining land, uh, drier, you know, the incidence on liver fluke on a farm like that will be lower, but still you need to look at the farm history. Has a farmer um, killed cattle in the last number of years? What's the prevalence of liver fluke on those reports? And again, 
fa farmers are not aware of those reports. No, they're like a traffic light system. You know, if it, they're scored one, twos, and threes for liver fluke, so basically a green, uh, one is scored uh, green. Uh, score two is basically where they, the liver is damaged, but there's no live fluke. So basically, a farmer could have bought in stock or basically he's used a product to kill the fluke, but the damage is done to the liver. Okay, but there's no liver fluke there. And then the red on the beef health check report is basically a three, and that's basically animals will be red in color. Um, suppose, look, I'd be looking at, look at the history of the farm, and look at other available data, look at the AHI reports and, you know, and, you know, has the farmer had a problem in the past with fluke? So every year is different, you know, every year is different in terms of like even this year, I'm just looking, I was looking there this morning at the, the average temperatures, like in Donegal this year, the, in Malinhead, the average temperature for October was one and a half degrees higher than the long-term average. Now that's very unusual. So we've had a very mild back end, uh, July, August, September was half the rainfall compared to normal, but then October was twice the normal rainfall. So every year is different. So you have to, you know, just because something you had a problem in the previous year with a particular problem doesn't, you know, so take all factors into account. So use the farm history, look at the stock, look at the land type, look at your the health reports that come back and come up with a plan to treat the, the fluke on your farm. And as I sort of said earlier, look, there is seven active ingredients out there. They're all they're all effective, but they need to be used at the correct time. And look, for most farmers, I'd be sort of saying, and especially in Donegal uh, and the Northwest and the West of the country, um, I'd be trying to take fluke out before, um, I wouldn't be waiting 10, 12 weeks before I'd be treating for fluke. I'd be trying to take fluke out, you know, six to eight weeks after, after housing. If farmers want to get further information on fluke, where can they find us? There's a lot of very good information for farmers and very farmer-friendly information on the Animal uh, Health Ireland website. So that's www.animalhealthireland.ie. Um, and if they go into that there and click on cattle information, and, and then basically they'll see in the middle of the screen sort of click on beef health check, scroll down there, and you know, um, you'll know you see there that uh, Dr. Natasha Menu has a very good um, short video there on the beef health check and where to find it on the ICBF website. There's a lot of other videos there as well. And listen to other um, uh, parasites on farms. I think there's nearly, there's nearly up to 50 videos there on the animal health uh, website. So, you know, very farmer friendly videos. Um, most of them done by, by vets and, and practitioners out there. So very farmer friendly information. And again, I sort of said there, the liver fluke forecast there is on the department website there as well. So there's plenty of information there, there, Catherine, and where to get uh, good information about agriculture and liver flu. That's great, Gary. I'll include the links in the podcast text. Thanks very much. Thank you. That's all for this week's episode. And my thanks to Gary for joining me on the show. You can catch up on all other shows and interviews from the Beef Edge podcast on the Chagas website at chagas.ie, or you can listen on Apple and Google Podcasts as well as Spotify. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so you never miss a show. For all other updates from our beef programme, keep an eye on our Twitter and Facebook pages. Until next time, I'm Catherine Egan and thanks for listening.